Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. We're back for another edition of the Giants huddle podcast. My name is John Schmelk. Today, we will take a look at the Giants tight end group as we continue our player interview series. We're going to talk to Darren Waller. We're going to talk to Daniel Bellinger. We're going to talk to Tommy Sweeney. We're going to talk to Lawrence Cager. The Giants' four tight ends, Chris Myrick in the mix as well, Ryan Jones in the mix. But these are the four guys we had a chance to catch up with, and we'll talk to all four. Let's start with the Giants' second-year tight end, a rookie last year, Daniel Bellinger. And now we're joined by Giants' second-year tight end, Daniel Bellinger. Daniel, how are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I want to start here, and maybe it's a weird question, maybe it's not. Your eyes good? Has everything <laughs> resolved? Is it like like it was before? Is like all issues gone? Yeah, thankfully. I mean, it took a while, but the double vision went away. Um, you know, the swelling finally came down, and you know, I still have um, periodic appointments with the doctor just to make sure. But uh, right now, everything's good. That's a blessing, I guess. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially the severity of it. It was it was definitely a blessing. Now. Yeah. Well, so now you head into your second year. Um, what was your reflections on your rookie year when you look back at it? Like, what are your overall thoughts yeah, the, in terms of how you did? The biggest thing I just wanted to take out of last year was to just, you know, just grow. You know, take the uh, take the punches, take them on the chin, and, uh, you know, learn from them. And I think I did that. You know, I feel like definitely had some ups, definitely had some downs. Um, but, you know, just leaning on the guys in the locker room and, you know, growing from it all is really what I wanted to take away. And I feel like I did that, and now I feel more confident coming into year two. What are the things that you want to improve on the most heading into your second year? Oh, uh, yeah, just, you know, uh, definitely route running. You know, definitely the, my uh, my passing game kind of weaknesses that I want to strengthen. And, you know, of course, keep improving the things that I am stronger at. Um, and, you know, just, just learn from uh, guys like Darren Waller and, you know, keep leaning on guys like Daniel Jones and kind of learn from, from the vets, but also lean on the leaders that, uh, that are in the locker room. Yeah, you were so good last year in some of the stuff they schemed up, the boots, you coming across, stuff like that. But now that you're here with Darren Waller, what can you learn from him in terms of being a guy, all right, we're going to isolate him and we're right. going to let him run his route and just go oh, yeah. win and get it. You're, you're smiling. <laughs> no, I, I, tell, I, tell me about it. It's exciting. It's exciting for me. It's exciting for the whole offense. And I feel like all Giants fans should be excited just because he's, he's a heck of a player right but he's he's a heck of a person too so I'm learning a lot from him not just on the field but off the field and and how he's kind of uh, developed his game and how I can continue to develop my game 
you feel like you have that in you to be that guy that you know you yeah i mean of course and, and, yeah darren know. darren's you know a unicorn you know he's uh, oh, he's a freak show yeah. yeah he's he's a unicorn <laughs> that uh that's really hard to, to you know mimic but you know i feel like um i can in my own way right just develop my own kind of ways that uh, he gets open i can develop my own ways to get open and you know i'm not going to run a 4-4 like he is but I, I can definitely find ways you know to, to make and create that space and uh you know to just create ma- mismatches in the future for rookies tight ends especially i feel like blocking can always be the biggest challenge right mm-hmm. now you came from a college system where you were asked to do that a lot right so when you look at your rookie year as a blocker how do you think you did um well uh, just me i hold myself to a high standard so i'd say it was average right i feel like definitely could be a lot better um you know a lot of a lot of stalemates which uh you know some tight ends in the league would call wins especially with some of these premier premier dns absolutely uh so you know i just i want to keep improving um you know be able to you know just be more physical in line and and be able to uh, you know just just keep keep going in that aspect and keep getting stronger yeah and look honestly from i, I thought you guys i thought you were spectacular as a block last year especially given your rookie tight ends right. it's, it's a very difficult thing to do um how much and i don't want to give up formations or secrets or game plans or anything but how creative can this offense get having a guy like you who's a two-way player I can and then you have Darren who's not just a tight end but he can basically be an ex-wide receiver right. you put him out these yeah. X, right exactly yeah. so how much can they kind of mess around with personnel and formation to take advantage of the skill sets to kind of make things happen? yeah no uh, we're definitely versatile you know we uh you know coach calf and, and Dave you know they're very creative with the offense and you know we're going to keep uh, keep evolving that way um but you know as long as as long as we all can work together which we have been and you know keep growing as an offense I think sky's the limit you know i feel like there is no like limit for us as long as we can just keep keep grinding and keep uh keep doing what uh what the coaches have for us and you know tight ends got to learn the running game you got to learn the passing game you got to learn the blocking scheme i mean you guys you're basically in three different meeting rooms right and over the course of of, of the way you have to go about things so how much more comfortable how much further ahead take it whatever you want are you today compared to this day last year oh uh light years from last year you know this year i feel definitely more confident especially with a year with the with this system under my belt and kind of you know a year not just with the system but with with daniel jones and, and the coaches and, and other teammates it definitely feels more confident and comfortable um to go in and now instead of just knowing what to do now it's like okay how can i get creative with with uh with these plays how does that show up on the field being more comfortable on offense so if we're watching you like oh all right well maybe last year that wasn't happening but I, now it is i think just playing faster you know i think now i can play faster not just trying to think about what i have to do but you know actually being able to read the defense and all those kind of different concepts now instead of like okay what does the backside receiver have now i know what everything's how everything's kind of coming together so i think it'll just help me play faster daniel good stuff man we appreciate it thank you appreciate it all right, now we're joined by Giants tight end Tommy Sweeney. Tommy, how are you, man? Good, how are you? Uh, we didn't have a chance to talk yet, so why the Giants? Um, well, there's a lot of reasons, uh, most of them familiarity, uh, different things. I'm from here and, uh, you know, know Dable uh, really well from uh, playing for him for three years in, in Buffalo. Know Joe Shane really well. And um, through other teams, I've been able to meet a lot of guys here. And it's a really good locker room, really good team. Obviously, it's a great organization, first class. So um, a lot of reasons, familiarity being one, and um, – it's just a good spot, and I'm excited to come in and, and uh, contribute what I can. How much different is the Giants' offense with the Mike Kafka flavor <laughs> than what Dable did when he was in Buffalo as EOC? It's still different for sure. You know, everybody has their own little twists and, and um, like you said, flavors that they kind of throw into the pot and uh, stir it up. Um, it the, the terminology is the same, which is the biggest part, because um, once you do that, you can kind of mix and match different things and and that's a lot what calf does and he's a great mind he's been a lot i mean he's a player he's uh he gets it and he's been a lot of offense so sure. so he just adds just a little bit 
just a little couple different things and and but it really builds a lot on what Dave's has, and it's so it's familiar, but it's also got some new wrinkles that are pretty cool. You know, you guys have a lot of guys in that tight end room, but I almost feel like you all play the same position, but you're all a little bit different too, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of have like Waller and Cager, which are kind of like you're like kind of receiver types, and you know, mm-hmm. you know, you and Daniel are kind of like your two way guys. So, um, how are they going to use this variety of tight ends as a whole in a package this year to kind of make this offense work? Well, uh, if I knew, I'd tell you, but, um, <laughs> but you're right. It's a very, you're right. It's a very deep room and a lot of guys do a lot of different things. So they really have, you know, a lot of, you want a of, blocker, you got a blocker. You yeah. want a guy that can be an X, go, go out there and be an X. Yeah, exactly. And you got, you can put four out of time, you know what I mean? Right. Which is, uh, which I'm sure we'd all like to see. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, sure. so it's a really good room and, and they can really do anything they want with it. And it just does nothing but good things for the pass game, the run game. For giant fans that maybe aren't that familiar with the game and seeing you play, what would you consider your strengths? What do you bring to the football field when you're out there? Just a hardworking guy that uh, can contribute a lot in the run game and the pass game, and I'm going to go out there every down and uh, get all I got. You know, I'm a North Jersey guy, so it's the uh, same mentality as uh, they're used to. So Yeah, for fans yeah. that are not familiar, tell them about your roots here. Yeah, from Ramsey, New Jersey, went to Don Bosco Prep. Uh, went to Boston College after that, but uh, born and bred here in North Jersey. Is that mm-hmm. just awesome to be back? Yeah, it's cool. I, mean, I was a Giants <laughs> fan growing up, My, you know, my, my – Family's been Giants fans. Jeremy Shockey, so. like the whole nine. Sh- yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So uh, I had the Shockey jersey, Tiki nice, Barber jersey. Really? Yeah, nice. all of them. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, it's really cool. It's awesome. Yeah. What has it been like being being home and 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 doing this? Did it like meet your expectations? Just kind of what has it been like? Yeah, it has. You know, I mean, it was in Buffalo for four years, so coming back here, it's a lot. You know, I had to get used to traffic, things like that again. <laughs> but again, <laughs> just, <laughs> just a little bit more traffic down here than in Buffalo. Right. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's been great though. It's been everything you expect. It's uh, I mean, the organization's so first class from top to bottom, and Dave's with Joe have done such a great job and. Um, and the locker room again is so great. So it's been awesome, and I'm loving every second. You know, I, I find Dave's to be someone that's very adaptable, and he'll change the way he wants to play based on personnel. So mm-hmm. how, how is how are things different? I guess I would ask in in Buffalo compared to here, because you know, not everyone's you know Josh Allen's like, he's he's Josh Allen. He's like no one else is Josh Allen. He's a freak <laughs> show, right? So you have to do things differently. Daniel has his own set of excellent skills, obviously. So how have you seen Dave's kind of adjust going from OC? to head coach where his responsibility is now kind of a lot wider than it was when you were with him in Buffalo. Yeah, it's uh Nash is going to change a lot. Um but he's still still uh you know, he's involved with everything and of he's course. you know, there's always your offensive head coach or defensive head coach in Buffalo. Sean is a, a defensive guy, so he was pretty much always with them. I think Dave does a good job getting around and everything and and you know, obviously Caps got a great handle of everything. So he's Dave's still around and it's, you know, a lot of his, his stuff that he implemented, but uh as far as him as a coach, he stayed the exact same, which I think is a huge testament to him and how real he is, how upfront he is, how personable he is as a coach, which is, you know, I think tough to do with transitioning to head coach for anybody, especially in a organization like this. So it's uh, to the cap to him. You always got to pay attention to make sure those FaceTimes aren't coming in, right? <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> Tommy, yeah. good stuff, man. Yeah, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet right. you, man. Take it easy. Go. Thank Thanks. you. Now we're joined by Giants tight end, Lawrence Cager. Lawrence, how are you, man? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Um progress for you where do you think you've kind of improved the most from when you first stepped in the building here for the Giants to where you are now I think as uh more as trying to be a every down tight end I think everybody knows that I can be a, a great weapon in the receiving game is coming from an X receiver um but trying to as I grow into this offense and become a better player um to become an every down tight end so I can be on you know the field every single day not only just every single play excuse me not only just receiving, but also making plays in the run game and helping, you know, our offensive line and protection, our quarterbacks and protection. Look, I'm just watching your practice, spring practice, but 
to me, even in seven-on-sevens, it feels like the second you're in the offense, the comfort level is a lot higher for you. Everything just looks a lot more natural. Does it feel that way being out there too? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think last year was just a lot um, getting thrown um, into, you know, this offense is is, is very – It's a complicated intri- offense. Very complicated, very intricate. But you want that in front of the offense because that means we're thinking and we're, we're trying to make a lot of adjustments and game planning. So um, really picking that up midseason, not having a camp with this offense and picking it up midseason coming – you know, from another team in New York, um, I thought I did pretty well towards the end of the season. But now, like you said, um, getting a full off season and camp with uh, under this offense and under this team to not only just understand the offense but build chemistry with players and Daniel um, has been amazing for me for sure. How much have you been able to learn from Darren Waller? Who I, I mean, I imagine if you like had a goal like I want to be that dude, like. That's not a bad dude to like kind of want to try to mimic, right? Yeah. Uh no, it's been it's been amazing. Um it's so ironic that um when I first made the transition, uh my agent and a couple of our um intermediate people that we know in common um had set us had set me and him up together to work out last really? year. Really? So I got a chance to be with him for maybe a couple of weeks to to learn to to just be under his wing to grow. Um, to pick out what what you know first year what he did and the transition into playing tight end in the NFL, um, and now that he's on my team um, and become and, and he, he's an idol to me, um, somebody I want to you know model my game after. And I'm on his hip. I, I, when he first got traded, I sent him a text. Um, <laughs> it's funny that that uh, we bring this up. I sent him a text and I said, "I'm gonna be on your hip every day. I'm gonna be like your annoying little brother," and um, because that's where I want to be in. It's great to have a guy that you know that just driving that identical players and identical mindset um, each and every day, and he's been nothing but a blessing to me and this team. And he seems like a guy that would be cool with that too. Like you know, there are some guys where you know I'm here to play. I'm not here to teach you. Like like, like that's not my thing. Yep. But he just seems like a guy that would be more than happy to to help a young guy with that sort of stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was even when he wasn't when he was in Las Vegas last year and during camp, I was, you know, texting him, sending him, you know, film, asking him questions about certain stuff and he would immediately answer right away, give me tips and like me and him just had a a relationship before this. So, when he came, it was just like a you know, just like a blessing from God just like, look, you know, um this is somebody this is some guy that everybody sees your trajectory going to. Um, learn from him, learn from him each and every day, and then you will, and I feel like I will, you know, hopefully the way I I work and the way I take this serious, I will get to where he's at to help this team in in future endeavors. You mentioned being a two-way player. How do you think your run blocking is coming along? I think it's coming along very well. Um, It starts, you know, in the weight room. It starts with uh, stability. It starts with footwork. Um, Credit to Coach Andy Bischoff, my tight end coach. He's been working with me diligently every single day, and I've, uh, and I've been accepting to it because that's one thing he challenged me. And that's what everything uh, Dave's challenged me to is, you know, becoming an everyday guy because they know I can do it. So um, just it, it's been going good. I know now it's time to camp, trying to, uh, to to showcase those talents in preseason and um, in camp. So can't wait. Hey, we can't wait to see it, Lawrence. Thanks a lot, man. Good stuff. Appreciate the time. Thank you. All right, and now we're joined by Giants tight end Darren Waller. Darren, how are you, man? I'm blessed, man. I'm excited to be here. Well, we spoke to you when you got here, so and we talked to you how so excited about being here and everything. Well, how has reality kind of matched your expectations now that you've been in the meeting rooms but on the practice field working with these coaches and players? Uh, I enjoy the process. I'm somebody that's uh, – I enjoy when results come together and look the way they should look, but I really appreciate 
and uh, love the process more because you really get to lay the foundation and really get to, you know, develop a respect and uh, a adoration for the guys that are around you. And it makes those results when they happen more meaningful because you put everything into the process. So I'm loving every minute of it, of learning, of uh, just staying coachable, uh, trying new things I've never done before, and uh, just trying to take my game to a new level. And one of the guys you have to grow chemistry with is Daniel Jones. How's that been? Uh, it's been awesome, man. We've been putting extra sessions in uh, whenever we have the time, if it's on the weekend, if it's uh, on an off day. Like uh, It's been really cool to pick his brain, see how he wants things done. Some are a little different than what, what I'm used to. Some are a lot of the same. You know, It's just different terminology. So getting to work with him has been really, really easy. Uh, we've been able to grow together, come back to each other with no type of ego and be like, hey, maybe do this, or sure. I like the way you did that, keep doing that. So it's uh, just been open dialogue, just a lot of fun. So even last year when Dave showed up for the first time, you know, we had Sterling here. He's been in the league a long time. He's like, dude, this offense is a lot, man. Like, there's a lot of terminology, a lot of plays, plays within plays. How has it been trying to absorb this system in a short period of time? Um, I like to say it's since uh, Dave will come, has similar terminology to where I came from, from Josh McDaniels. It helped a lot. There are uh, a lot of similar terms, a lot of similar concepts. So it uh, gives me a little bit more comfort. There's certainly new things here. And you got to learn the new ways, how they do things, and not just keep your old terminology or things that you've learned before. So uh, that helps a little bit, but it is challenging as well, especially if you want to line up in a lot of different spots and you're somebody that, you know, wants to run a bunch of different routes. So defense can't game plan for you, per se. You got to learn everything. You got to learn everything that they complement with it to make you move around. And uh, it's a challenge, but I love a challenge. And that's exactly how they're going to use you, right? And I think you have a very unique tight end room where you have a lot of guys in there, it's deep. But you have guys that can do a lot of different things, right? Exactly. You kind of, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of put like you and Lawrence Cager, I kind of have it one bucket. You know, kind of Bellinger and Sweeney in another bucket. Just talk about how you envision Dave's and, and Kafka using your group in different ways, lining up all over the place to your point to maximize the individual abilities of all the guys in your room. Yeah, I mean, it's they, they, got, they got their work cut out for them, you know, because <laughs> we're all guys that can make plays. And when opportunities come our way, we're efficient as far as making something happen with it. And, uh, Putting, a, putting people out there for a run game on the field. Like, if a defense wants to come out in a nickel coverage against us, nickel set, like, you can run the ball in that as favorable mm-hmm. matchups for an offense. So, uh, a lot of guys are bringing a lot of skills to the table. Everybody in that room now, from even Andre Miller, sure, uh, Ryan mm-hmm. Jones, um, Chris, uh, Mav, Chris Myrick, mm-hmm. uh, all pros, man, all dudes that have uh, legit pro skill sets. And uh, it's just an honor to be a part of it. Yeah, and then final question. To your point before, you, know, you talk about getting things set up well in the run game. You guys can come out in 12 personnel, which is too tight end, but then they can just line you up as an X-wide receiver, so it almost functions as 11. What kind of impact can that have on defense and how they try to match your personnel, given the fact that you can be in line, you can be outside as a receiver and be used in so many different ways? Yeah, it causes problems, kind of like I just said. Like, if they want to match it with uh, a big a big set, it's like, okay, like, all right, these are certain things we can that open up for us that make it more favorable. And if they come out with uh, a quicker personnel to, to be able to be more favorable in the, in the pass game, like I said, it opens up more for the running game. So having a lot of tight ends on the field, bi- biased for, for certain because these are my guys, <laughs> but at the same time, very talented guys that can do a lot of different things. So uh, it causes problems. Uh, finally, how have you liked New York so far, man? Uh, I love it. Have I, you gone out to the city a lot? Yeah, I've gone gone to the city to eat, gone to the city to uh, do some boxing, go to uh, music studios, uh, just hang out, you know, and take it all in, observe, uh, observe the people, observe the culture. Uh, I'm all about getting immersed into the place and doing things that locals do, so that's one Good. of my hobbies. I had a fan send a tweet to me, by the way. He wanted me to ask you this. Are you sticking with 12? Is, are the fans safe to go buy a number 12 Darren Waller jersey? You're very safe to You're go sticking buy a number it. 12. You're good. 1,000%. Can't wait to see it on the field. Thanks, Darren. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you.
We thank Darren Waller for joining us on the Giants Huddle Podcast and really just so impressed by the guy, the smarts, the football player. If he stays healthy, he's going to be an absolute monster uh, for the Giants this season. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us. We thank Darren Waller. We thank Daniel Bellinger. We thank Tommy Sweeney, New Jersey native, and Lawrence Cager, who's a Darren Waller protege. Learn something new there, too. Great interview with Lawrence on this edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast, talking tight ends with us. Everybody, have a great day. We'll see you next time. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.